So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. I'm doing my thistle, my nizzle, my nizzle. I work me the price on the middle, the middle. I keep me a bag on skittle, the skittle. Trying to get you a radical feeling. A real automatic, it came with no sin. Automatic. All this trapping, it got you offended. I'm trapping a 360 in a minute. Then I punch on the gas a little harder. I've been whipping the lens like a chunk. What's up, listeners? It's the FNBA podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the most listened to Air Force Academy alumni podcast. We couldn't do it without you guys, and I don't mean by making us the most listened to, I mean by physically not making other podcasts that would have more listeners, because that would make us in second or third place, and I don't know. I think our ranking is kind of made up, but no one's challenged us yet, so I guess that's it. But anyway, how are you doing, Archie? I'm good, and if anyone has challenged us, then we don't really know about it, so just let us live blindly confident uh, as long as possible. Yeah. So, big weekend. We are officially the Kings of Colorado in a 38-21 to win over Colorado State. I was thrilled with the result. Kind of a rough start, a little bit ugly, but we were able to pull it out in the very end. And at first, I didn't care too much about the idea of it, but then I realized that we don't have any more moments left on the schedule for us to kind of reach a... I guess concrete goal would be the word. I oh, mean, we have the, we have the, the Bell Helicopter 10, Bowl. That's true. Against, so uh, until the bowl game. But I'm talking about on the regular State. season. Yeah. On the regular season, we have nothing left that would be like, oh, we win the CIC or we win really the conference. I mean, there's always a chance at the conference. And my, my, biggest, thing right now, my biggest thing right now is, and I don't know if it's going to happen, obviously we'd have to win out, but I would love to just see us maybe poke – into the top 25 potentially we're receiving votes now pretty consistently but i don't know it might be a little bit of a lengthy goal and i don't know the here is a here's a dumb take for me that may not be true but when it comes to voting i thought that if if navy if we would have played new mexico last week and obviously Najee flowers passed away which is pretty sad so um that game had to be rescheduled but i think it had we played last week Obviously won this week. And then if Navy would have beaten Notre Dame, I think we would have been top 25. And that might be a pea-brained thought. But I think that the quality of our loss would have to come into play there. And the fact that Boise State's playing so well and Navy's doing so well, but they got dismantled by Notre Dame. Yeah. So I almost wonder that. That's why I know everybody was, was saying, oh, we want Navy to lose. I wanted them to win for that sake like i don't want them necessarily to to do much better since they've already beaten us and that kind of thing but it really it sucks because you get the feeling that had we beaten navy in that super close game we would be the one obviously we'd be the ones with the ranking right now because they had a loss to memphis who is in their conference so it's yeah it's a little bit of gamesmanship and it's a little bit frustrating but i i definitely kind of think of the like what could have been if we pulled out that that close game absolutely and I, but uh, maybe a more selfish level, I would rather Navy lose to Notre Dame 
especially in the fashion that they did, and us not make the top 25, then them beat Navy and us make, or sorry, them beat Notre Dame, and then us make the top 25. Just because I, I don't want to deal with having to see Navy fans boasting about them beating Notre Dame. That's true. Still better than Army fans, though. I have a weird thing. I don't know if this is if you agree with this or not, but for whatever reason, Navy fans and Navy graduates bother me way less than Army people when it comes to football. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. Maybe it's just recency bias, you know, with the way Army's been doing up until this I year. I think it definitely is. Um, I'm yeah. sure that'll turn right around if it becomes kind of back to the old ways where it's between us and Navy for the CIC. But recently it's also been much easier to see army win because they've been so bad for so long but i guess that kind of contradicts mm-hmm. the point that we're talking about um yeah i don't know it, it depends on the day for me yeah I, and i think also the sport like it's mostly football where army's success just bothered me a lot because it, it never felt sustainable like i don't think it was and that was Jeff Munkin's plan the whole time, but when we, I feel like every time we start talking about Army, we always talk about him for a long time, so I want to avoid that for today. Not that tough. Um, but I'm really, I really am, I'm really happy that we beat CSU. Uh, we put out the question, because it was posed to me in a few other circles, was whether or not we thought the CSU was a rivalry, and I realized that I wasn't remembering some things about it, because I, I always think back to it when we were there, and I'm like, I just... It wasn't a rivalry to me. I never thought much about CSU. I, I think with the Howdy Doody thing with Wyoming, I always thought Wyoming was a bigger rivalry. Um, and I had friends who went up to CSU or who went to CSU, and I went up to CSU a few times and hung out. And they were there was no, I mean, they're just not a football school in my opinion. And I feel like in the state of Colorado, and I could be totally off right now, but I feel like in the state of Colorado, if you're in high school, I don't think it's much harder to get into CU. So I feel like if you want that football pride, if you want to go to a football school, you just go to CU where you go out of state. And I feel like most most of the people who go to CSU is just kind of like, oh, I'm just a CSU Ram. Did you did you watch the game like uh, at home or at a bar or something? I was at a gathering where I was kind of fighting for TV time, so it was on and off. Okay, yeah. The only reason why I ask is because they played, and we were getting mentions on Twitter of people who were saying. It sucks, dot, like, it sucks, period, to be, period, a CSU Ram. And I was like, why do people keep sending us this? So, like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, that, that's kind of funny. Like, yeah, it sucks to be a Ram, but what does that mean? And then I saw a commercial, and it was like, it's great to be a CSU Ram. And they did that for, like, 45 seconds. Haunted my dreams. An absolute nightmare. <laughs> so I'm really glad that we were able to beat them and prove that it's not. And honestly, the commercial, it didn't really look that great to be a CSU Ram, if we're being completely honest. So. I didn't see it. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't I was that locked into it. Yeah. Um, overall, uh, like I said, a little bit of a rough start. That was an ugly play that I would like to delete from the internet, if possible, when we had uh, Donald Hammond... Um, I, I, don't, I don't know if it was like Taven Burdo and Kedrumsberg or if there was somebody going in motion or what the deal was, but basically we had three players run into each other, fall backwards, drop the ball, and it was a scoop and score um, for CSU to put them up 14-0. It looked like a three, but the game it never, like a three Stooges skit. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. But um, it, the game, even at that point, never really fell out of reach. And what I was really happy with was 
the play calling just seemed like a vast departure from what we did against Army, and we were thrown on first and second down. And the commentators brought up an interesting point about how our throwing game is pretty much all based on catching defenses on, on their heels. Like, if we're not showing, or if we're showing that we're going to be throwing on first and second down, then you have to worry more about matchups. And obviously that's going to be tough just because of the size. Even with a school like CSU, where they're not getting you know marquee recruits, they're not getting four- and five-star guys, um, they still have that size difference of just the virtue of having more time than we do to be in the gym and a little bit easier ability to recruit when it comes to people who don't have to necessarily meet the same academic standards and, and all the other stuff that goes along with it. So um, I, I thought it was interesting. It didn't work all the time, but I was, I mean, I was really happy with it. And it's like good to see that because it makes the game more interesting in my opinion. And I thought our passing game was good. I mean, five for 11, 126 with three touchdowns and a really, really ugly interception. Like, once again, it's like we had so much good that outweighed the bad, but the the few bad plays were really, really ugly. Yeah, like really ugly. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was good to see, and I'm kind of looking through the uh, series matchup. We talk about how obviously we don't play Colorado very often. Uh, Boulder, that is. We always play Colorado State because of uh, the Mountain West. Um, so we do have the Ram Falcon Trophy, right? Which it looks like was created in 1978. Um, I don't think anyone really pays much merit to it. I think the first time I saw it was in uh, Clune Arena, kind of right around where they keep the CIC when we have that. And I'm, it just looks like this old trophy, and you would just walk right by it if you didn't know any better, and that's probably what most people do. Um, but that The was... first time I saw it, actually, I was walking under the tunnel. You know the tunnel that goes to, um, like, that goes to Clune from, from like, the regular gym? Yeah. So what they were doing was they were clearing out space in the concession room, like in the storage room, and so they had a bunch of plates, and it was just in with that. They just kept it in the storage room. <laughs> doesn't surprise me. <laughs> but no, I'm kidding. That di- that didn't happen. But I don't no. know. I don't think anyone really cares about that trophy. Well, long well the story thing about short. the trophy is, like you said, it was created in in the late '70s. But the reason why it was created was because an ROTC commander at Colorado State wanted, I guess, to give his school some clout, or maybe he was thought it was great to be a CSU Ram and whatever. So actually on the trophy on the side you can see it says like USAF ROTC detachment and it's just like what? That's like so when we to get, me it's uh, weird. That's like when we get comments from ROTC cadets trying to either like discredit things that we make fun of about rtc like they just feel left out so they want to be kind of included so they're they're probably like, i think that's what it is they're probably like hey we want to be included in this trophy thing so they started it but air force leads the series 36 to 21 and there's one tie and we haven't lost since 2015 and i think that's the season where we went like two and ten or two and whatever the total amount of games were um so that was bad and in year. the last in the last 14 matchups we've won 12 and only lost two. Yeah, so dominated by Air Force. We just kind of luckily got bolder on the schedule this year. Although we, we have not played UCCS. We have not played Monument Community College. <laughs> Who else have we not played? Uh, haven't played the Denver Cosmetology School yet. We have not played DU, although I don't believe that they have a football team. So no. I'm still happy to claim King of uh, Colorado, but there are still some, some numbers out there that we need to take down. Yeah, 
And I think that's okay. I say next year just stack. We'll call it the. Uh, we'll call it the bike ride tour, where we're, we play games that you can just ride your bike to all the games from the mm. academy. So we'll That'd play be a far like, ride. like CSU Pueblo. Um, and honestly, we haven't even had the chance to prove that we are the kings of the Air Force Academy. So we still got to play Air Academy High yeah. Cadets. Yeah, that's true. You know, they're gunslingers. So I think that's an important thing. Oh yeah, I actually yeah. have a um, maybe this is kind of a decent segue right here. Do you have any more football talk? Uh, I mean, I wanted to talk about basically just how impressive like the defense was. I want to give some guys some shout outs, but if you want to move on, maybe we can come back to that. But this is my quick segue while we're on the topic of uh, being the kings of Colorado. So maybe you actually have more insight to this than I do because again. As you may or may not know, but you can probably tell just by listening to us try and speak about current academy things, we are not at the academy currently. So a lot of things get by us. We don't we don't know exactly what's going on. We don't know the latest um, animal that's down by the Vandy Tower garbage can. You know, we're not that tuned in. So apparently there's a lot going on at the wing right now with training being canceled or things being easier. Can you expand on that a little bit more? Yeah, I was actually going to talk about that a little bit later, and it's funny because we didn't talk about this before the podcast, but what I wrote down in my notes was the Academy is no longer the place that I we knew and loved, and nothing makes sense anymore because, just like you said, you brought that up, people are getting big mad at the comm for cancel. Apparently, training is canceled for the rest of the semester, and I found it really odd some of the feedback that was given out on it to us and people DMing us and stuff because I figured that most of the people that would be in our DMs would be really happy about that. Would they not? Like, if I got an email saying that training was canceled basically during any of my time as a cadet, I would have been really happy. But And maybe this is just, like, the nature of the beast because you always think when you're there, like, even when you're a freshman, you are, you're always wondering, or you're thinking, if all this, let's say they canceled recognition or whatever. Personally, I would have been stoked. There's some people that would maybe have felt cheated out of their academy experience, but I would have been pumped. And you like to tell yourself as a freshman, like, oh, when I'm an upperclassman, I'm not gonna, have, I'm not gonna be like that. You know, I'm gonna be, however, I'm gonna think about how I wanted to be treated as a freshman, and then that's how I'm gonna treat my freshman. Naturally, that doesn't happen because we have a little thing called payback i think that's flowing through our blood and when you're treated a certain way you believe that everybody should be treated that certain way and i think the further you are removed from that then that just continues to fester and it grows and grows and grows so i think most of the people that have been complaining about it are not current cadets that are complaining they're guys that have been that have left and now they feel like the entire academy has changed and they think that the freshmen should have to go through all the bs that they had to go through is that not what you saw yeah, I mean that's probably true. I like I said, there were there was even freshmen complaining saying that they don't want it to be made easy. I just I, maybe they're kind of like more brainwashed or something. But um, yeah, I think it was like a mix. But I don't know. I'm just really confused by the whole thing. I don't even. We like don't I know said, the I, specifics. Long story short, like we, every at least I don't. Everything I've seen has been like second, third, fourth hand information. 
that's already was probably the the originator was probably giving vague information so we're not not like we never don't do this but we're shooting from the hip and i don't even know exactly the details or kind of what it entails yeah well i feel like if there was a hazing thing or something like that at the wing level then or, or at least in the cadet level then we would have heard about it there would have been a news story because but normally even then the only hazing things were a few witch hunts that happened in ad a few years ago nobody so nobody loves breaking news to the gazette like the academy does they really like oh, getting they, out in front of a story by giving the gazette a story they never would have had in the first place i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure if that's exactly what happened but no but that's I... something that has happened multiple times in the past where something minor will happen and then i feel like they're like we're going to control the narrative so they give their story to the gazette and in reality nobody would have even sniffed it or picked up on the story at all like michael scott apologizing to the press yeah for the uh the watermark on the paper yeah for the for the beloved mouse character <laughs> that a lot of people like i don't personally like him <laughs> Anyway, yeah. my theory in all this is that we are now the Kings of Colorado. I don't remember. Do you know if there's ever been a time where we played, I'm sure there has, where we played CU and Colorado State? Do you have any idea what year that was? Uh, I mean, the last time we played against Colorado was 74. So I would imagine sometime around then, before then. We didn't play Colorado State in 74. So okay. my point is that all the burdens that the cadets have endured over the past 40 years have now been shelled off onto Boulder and Fort Collins. So what you're going to see is a complete shift where Fort Collins and Boulder are going to start slowly turning into the academy and the academy is going to start slowly turning into Boulder. You heard it So here you're first. saying that there could be a, there could be a day when Colorado university of Colorado students come down to party at usafa at haps exactly well it'll continue to develop it's not just going to be haps um but there's going to be a whole whole string of bars probably no more uniforms the military is really going to be obsolete um and it's just going to be a complete turnover is what i expect that's kind of why i think how many years happening. how many years in the future are you predicting this 45 oh I like it. And I think the thing about it is that the way, the, how much confidence you have uh, really makes me believe in what you're saying. Just to stay on this, though, when I was, when you kind of brought up the like, what's going on there, I don't understand. And we hear the facts, and I still don't understand what the thought process is because I can only put myself back into my old shoes as a cadet and think about it. And I'm like, I don't really understand what the big complaint is here. But I was thinking about a few other things. So people are mad at the comm, apparently, and they've been mad at her for a while now. And I guess a lot of it stems from people thinking that the commandant um, should be a grad. But, I mean, there have been non-grad commandants. And actually, for the first, what, 20, 30 years, there had to be no grads as comms because they would be too young. So it really hasn't even been that long. And that's another thing that I talk, think about with these traditions and stuff. It's like the tradition of training, there have been years where there's no recognition, where there was like yeah. a hazing problem the year before, so they just too. canceled recognition. So, I, I mean, the traditions are not dying. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just like what it's going through right now. But a few other things that I thought about, 
that just make no sense to me anymore is like kids getting famous on TikTok, these choreographed dances. Yikes. I can't picture, I just can't picture myself or like seeing that when I was a cadet and being like, wow, that's really cool or not having any shame. But I mean, they're doing well and these kids shamelessly do it and love it. And there's one group in particular that like tags us and stuff on Instagram and I'm like more power to them, but I can't get into it. I don't understand it. It just, it makes no sense to me. I think it's kind of what I talked about earlier and it's hard to accept and it's hard to embrace, but we're just, you're just getting older, man. It's like, yeah, they probably people in our position were thinking the same thing. I mean, not that we were making uh, a very cringy vine vine videos, but they probably like, what is this vine thing? These kids are on, you know? So, but <laughs> I don't know. That was a little bit, the ones that's going on right now is a little bit hard to watch in my opinion, but uh, maybe we're just outdated. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, I guess what we'll do is we'll put an okay boomer on ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so, how you bring it back right to now, uh, a modern day meme right there. Yeah. So for anybody who, any TikTok stars at Yusafa who are listening to this right now, we're going to preemptively do it to ourselves. And I'll say, uh, okay, boomer, you don't like TikTok? Like, at Fastly Blow. Why don't you go. Well, yeah, why don't you go uh, do boomer stuff then? Yeah. What do you What do you boomers do? Why don't you go get a early bird special at Denny's? Why don't you go play uh, a round of golf with uh, your buddy from church? Yeah. Uh, with some other boomers. Why don't you go clean clean the leaves out of your uh, out of your gutter there, boomer? While I make a TikTok. Why don't you collect the grass clippings that you already mowed? They're just going to get dispersed in the lawn anyway and put them into a bunch of big trash bags and put them out for the trash when you could have just left them there and it would look the same. Yeah. Um, why don't you make your font on your phone screen 874 <laughs> and call McAfee antivirus to say that you want virus protection for your iPhone? Yeah. Why don't you accept uh, an email from a random Nigerian prince asking for your social security number and your uh, routing number and your bank account number uh, to help save uh, people in Africa. Yeah, why don't you use Ask Jeeves as your primary search engine? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think that's 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 we'll cut it off there. Yeah, not, we didn't even not, plan that, so yeah. that's why those were not our finest. But you know what? It is what it is. Uh, the other thing, and here's another thing that I found. There's like 30 kids with pretty substantial YouTube channels at the Academy. I've noticed that too. And they do the vlogging, the daily vo vlogging where they're like, hey, what's up guys? Just <laughs> want to let you know. Like, and I'm like, whoa, like, what is this? And, but I, I give them a lot of credit. And the reason why, like, I'll give one shout out. There's a guy, Wild Blue Yonder. Um, he has like 35,000 subscribers. And he started, I started following him a little bit when we started making some YouTube videos with um, Cadet Satterfield. Um, we got to talk to him, see what he's up to. Uh, it's been a while. But anyway, when we were first putting up videos and I would tag them with Yusafa, I first saw his stuff because he was going through the application process. So he was making vlogs as an airman and they were kind of like, what to expect in BMT, like what am I doing, like uh, going through tech school, all this stuff. And he's kept it up all the way through the academy. And I give him props because it seems really genuine, and he interacts with some of our stuff a little bit um, now. I don't know if he's as active on YouTube, but 
I think that's that's kind of cool. Um, and I think about it. The reason why I do think it's like a good thing is because I remember back when I was when I first got into the academy. Honestly, now that I think about it, when I was applying, it was mostly applying to the academy was to just shut my parents up because I didn't want to do all those applications and stuff. And so I was like, look, my academy applications in. I'm gonna just go there. And they were like, okay, fine. So. And then when I got in, I started looking at all these YouTube videos. I'm like, what am I getting myself into? Because I have no idea. And like I said, there was a lot of stuff that when I got there, I just didn't know. Yeah. Uh, for example, when I finished basic and I thought that was it. I thought we were just like basically recognized. I didn't even really know. I heard recognition, but I didn't really know what it was. And then they were like, no, dude, you have an entire year of this. And then when I went up and I was like, okay, cool. So put me in a major where I don't have to take any of these stupid math classes. You know what I mean? Like, and they were like, no, you literally have to do all that. So... Um, I looked for a lot of stuff like that, and I think having those resources is probably a good thing. Um, I don't know what the end game is unless you really enjoy doing it, which is ironic because I don't even know what the end game is of us doing FNBA. So, because there isn't one. Good point. But, um, all I know is every yeah, good it, every good vlog day in the life video, you'll see like their bare feet, and then they snap, and then their socks are on, and then they snap again, and then their boots are tied. And then quick video them in the mirror, kind of showing what their uniform looks like. That's always that's how you with some cool trendy music also. Good transitions. Yeah, I think that's the makings. I think we should start doing <laughs> vlogs. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, so that's the biggest thing, and it was the it was the realization to me that the academy is no longer the place that we knew and loved. It's now. 2019 and it's just and we're dinosaurs this must be how it felt when the first class of grads came in and saw laptops yep. that every kid had and we're they were like laptops what are <laughs> those at the cloud but like the cloud like where, yeah, where stuff is stored tech technology wise yeah yelling <laughs> yeah. at the iCloud <laughs> yeah one um sadder thing that i wanted to talk about really quick was just found out about the passing of aj Jahomsky, who was a stowe um graduate from the academy he was a captain passed away had a battle with, a very fast battle with cancer apparently it was really aggressive and i saw that news um and i didn't know him super well but i was in his squad and um when i was a freshman and i think he was on some sort of exchange for the first semester so i saw him the second semester and I, I am not one of those people who will just say something about somebody if they pass away, that kind of thing, uh, because, you know, and kind of act like you knew him, that kind of thing. But I am being 100% serious when I say that if you were to, before this news even broke, ask me, like, who was one of the mo just the happiest people, most positive people that you ever remember from the Academy... I, in a heartbeat, I would have said this guy. Uh, A.J. Chahomsky was the ha happiest, most positive guy. He was the kind of guy who, like, if you were a cynical person, you'd be walking down the hallway and thinking, like, this day sucks. And he would talk to you, and he just didn't understand how you could be having a bad day. And he would, like, make you feel better because he legitimately just, like, loved where he was. And so... For him to go through the pipeline, become a stowe, um, and then, you know, ha get cancer and everything like that, it's just, it's terrible, and it's like, seriously, he was an incredible person, just like, a really amazing guy, 
and it's horrible to see. Um, big loss for the Stowe community. Just like I said, just overall, just a fantastic person. And um, I've been looking out to see if there's any way that you can make donations in his name, anything like that, any GoFundMe's. I haven't really found anything. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. We might have to keep an eye on that and see. Maybe at least something for if there's some. I know there's a lot of like fallen warriors in in the special operations communities things like that so maybe there's something like that we'll keep an eye out for it and keep everybody in the loop if they want to donate or something like that because um seriously that's the only way i can describe it like i honestly didn't have a lot in common with him but he was just such a joy to talk to every single time so uh really tragic to hear about that and you're you're probably like that kind of thing you were so. affected by him and in the grand scheme of people who knew him well or people who didn't know him well you probably didn't interact with him nearly as much as some other people had the opportunity to and he still had that yeah an impact yeah yeah definitely so um it really sucks and it's life but i mean i think that is cool that, like you said you know kind of just remember for the impact that he did have so um hope his family and friends are are doing okay and everything and like i said if if anybody listening has a way to to help out the family or anything like that if they if they need it then please by all means let us know For sure. and we'll see what we can do because that's one of my that's one of my favorite things about fmba is being able to like we see see something it's like we can you know help yeah. out or get the word out so that's a big thing um so let's talk about some other stuff that's going on what do we got going on on the wing we've already had the weather starting to get bad i have had some bad weather i know you're in a warmer climate so it's not as bad for you um but the cadets now have coming up thanksgiving break i think we've talked ad nauseum about thanksgiving break have we not have we maybe last episode we did a little bit i don't know just in the past in general I think Thanksgiving break, I, I, I hope they're doing the full week because I remember when we were there halfway through, they switched it to yeah. Wednesday afternoon Just such through a tease. Sunday. Yeah, it was terrible. But what are you doing for Thanksgiving this year? Um, your family? Staying local-ish. Not, not going to be seeing my immediate family, but uh, I don't know. Shouldn't, shouldn't be anything crazy, but it should be nice to get a break. Is there any? Are there any teams that have to stay behind during Thanksgiving? I feel like wrestling would have to. I mean, wrestling football. or basketball. All those. I think most most of the fall teams uh, and basketball, they all stay behind. Well, basketball's going to. Um, they were going to a tournament um, in I Dang think nice. the Bahamas. Yeah. So let's let's take a look at them. I, unfortunately, basketball is something that's just like a little bit hard to follow for us. And it's like I I went to a few games when I was a kid at, and every single time I had a blast. But I just got lazy when it got cold. But we already beat Army, so now tomorrow we play against TCU. And then on the twenty first through the twenty fourth, they go down to Bimini in the Bahamas um, to play Loyola, Marymount, Duquesne, and Indiana State, and then. And then they get their uh, their Thanksgiving break, and then they come back and start playing. So they do in get a break. Yeah, they get a break. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, basketball is brutal yeah. because it's one of the few sports where you don't get Christmas break or spring break. Mm-hmm. I don't. There's not many other teams that 
most teams get one or the other. Um, all the spring teams well, typically are around for spring break, but yeah, that, that'd be brutal. Yeah, so this year for uh, they're going to be playing on the 21st against Drake, and I know that usually you'll have finals. Do you have anyone um, else playing with them, or is like... it just 1v5? <laughs> that was a good one. It uh, took me a second there. Um, yeah, I think it's just going to be him and his crew, okay. that kind of thing. OVO. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then they play on New Year's Eve. They play UC Riverside, so that'll be interesting. But both at home, so that'll be a good time. But what I was kind of thinking is I know that all the teams that do have to stay around, get. I think they get taken care of pretty well. I think they go stay in hotels for the most part and get like Thanksgiving dinner, that kind of stuff. But... Um, in the past, at least, I don't know if there's any that are actually going to be there this year, but, um, I was thinking like what kind of Thanksgiving, you could have a decent Thanksgiving if you went to Mitch's. You think? Well, their mashed potatoes are one of the best things they have. So that alone. Yeah. The hot turkey. If you get the mashed potatoes, the turkey's okay. The turkey's okay. The turkey is like, is like suspiciously moist. (laughs) I'm kind of like I know you guys are cooking this in mass. This makes no sense. It's <laughs> it's way it's way more moist than anything my grandma ever made. Yeah, up. yeah. They're uh, they ever do. Here's a little bread? fun fact for you. You know the you know how turkeys when you buy them from the store they have those little buttons that come out when the turkey's done. Yeah. So those pop out when the turkey is 180 degrees, which is like 30 degrees hotter than what it should be for like poultry to be safe so by the time those pop out the turkey's overdone and that's why all of your turkeys suck so just a fun little fact for you i thought that was just part of the turkey i rip that out before i cook it oh really i mean i thought you cooked it i thought you're saying like you cooked it with the turkey and then you and your your siblings would fight over it when you were like oh i get to eat the red button yeah. well we know i get to we eat would it. break it whoever got the bigger piece get their wish comes true yeah that's what that is there's definitely not a bone in the turkey no, that you use not that, that i'm aware of <laughs> um actually one thing about mitch's that i have to say is you remember those little t- uh potato things with the cheese cheesy potatoes mm-hmm. yep so burger king sells those now so you don't even need to go to Usafa. That's cease and desist right there. Just go to just go to UCCS online and then go to Burger King in the morning and you've got the entire Usafa experience. Wait, UCCS Maybe join a CrossFit online? club. I don't know. Oh, just like just an saying. online school? Yeah, just go to any school online. Go to Burger King for breakfast and join a CrossFit club. And, you're, and you're you have to do like three months of uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. But, like, with people who don't really know what they're doing. That's the true UC experience. And make everybody wear ABUs. Yeah. And take swim lessons exactly. in ABUs. All right, so now we're going to do an, a behind enemy line segment because that's what we have to do. Actually, looking at the news across the board, there's a lot of not-so-much-fun stuff to talk about, a lot of legal stuff going on. Um, we're going to avoid that. So what I am going to talk about is I have a Navy one. Um, the midshipmen establish a study group for satanic temple beliefs at the U.S. Naval Academy. Midshipmen at the U.S. Naval Academy who have beliefs associated with the satanic temple now have a group study available to them, according to a military institution. A space for a study group at the academy located at 
in Annapolis, Maryland, was requested by students with beliefs aligned with those practiced by the Satanic Temple so they could gather and share their views. Um, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> An internal email sent out offering Satanic services at the Academy. The announcement was not reviewed or approved by the school's chaplain nor to represent their religious thing. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that's really interesting about it. Um, yeah, I guess this is more just about whether or not they have the right, the, the question is whether or not they have the right to assemble as a satanic group. It's kind of like the thing where, you know, how religious groups have come out and said, oh, we're religious, so we're going to use, like, drugs and things like that, um, so you can't arrest us, but they've had legal questions about that, and I think that's kind of what's going on here, so you might have somebody who's a little more on the atheist side and they do it as kind of a way to, you know, get some of the benefits of going to religious things like that. I don't know, whatever. What would... Um, but what I, what I, my take on the entire matter is like, I think it could potentially be a good thing for Navy because if they can summon Satan, then maybe, well, see now it's, it's passed because if this group could have done some kind of sacrifice, then maybe they could have beaten Notre Dame, but it's clear. I think at this point it's an open and shut case. I think you have to shut this down now because Navy just lost to Notre Dame. The Catholics won. Ooh. Um, and that's it. Well, aren't, don't you always sacrifice a goat? I feel like in every movie they sacrifice a goat. That's big. True. So maybe there are a lot of Satanists that go to the Naval Academy because they think they're going to have goats on tap, but then they get there and they're like, no, there's only one goat. And here's the other issue. If anything ever happens to the goat, they know who they're looking to. Yeah. That's you're kind of marking yourself with a red X. If you're, you know, the, the POC of the Satanist club and then the goat goes missing and then you surprisingly beat Notre Dame. It's like put the pieces together here. Yeah. What would be funny is because uh, so, you know at the at the chapel at least what I'm told is that there's a room basically um, for worship for every religion. Like apparently there's even the free thinkers room, which is basically a fancy way of saying the atheist room. Um, it'd be funny, kind of funny. Who depends on who you who you're who uh, who's listening, but it'd be funny if they had a like a satanist room somewhere down there. Well, obviously the best, the funniest thing would be if they put the Satanist room in the basement next to the boiler. <laughs> next to the heater. It's coincidentally also the janitor's closet. Yeah, if they just put them down there and it's like, well, we thought it would kind of fit the motif. It's like, well, I, I don't know. I, I wonder if they would get mad about that. But that would be really funny is if you you just go down to the basement, it's like 90 degrees, <laughs> like, we're in hell, I'm burning. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't this know. This is like some cheap paper uh, put up as the sign. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty good. Um, so that's, I think that's pretty much it. I think that they need to be closed, shut down now because they clearly proved that they didn't really do anything when it came to beating Notre Dame. Um, obviously, they only have one goat, so they're not going to be able to do any of their yeah, religious and it services. Has, it has nothing to do with their beliefs. They're just not producing results. Yeah. That's all it comes down to. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have one from uh, West Point, or honestly, maybe we're we're being a little judgmental? Do you have anything from Coast Guard? Let's do a Coast Guard one. I'll let you start with the with the naval or with the West Point one, and I'll see if there's a Coast Guard okay. story. Okay. So Forbes. dot com 
has a recent article from November 14th. The title is Scientists Look to West Point to Better Understand What It Takes, takes to Succeed. So Forbes, um, basically, my trust in Forbes kind of just went out the door. Uh, although I guess they're just reporting on what scientists have done. Point is, if you do a quick kind of read through of this article, they talk about how they are, it's one of those typical things where it asks you a bunch of questions where it's like, approve, disapprove, uh, very much approve, uh, approve the most, and you don't even know which one to pick when they ask you that question. But included, I guess they took the students' SATs, ACT scores, they took their cadet fitness assessment tests, uh, a bunch of other fitness test scores, and they also assess the cadet's mental toughness using a 12-item grit scale. Um, <laughs> this scale asks people to rate themselves on statements such as, setbacks don't discourage me, and I have achieved a goal that took years of work. And then guess what? Every single kid at an academy, whether they believe in it or they don't, is going to put if they're asked those questions. Um, you spend three months at basic training, and you'll know the exact right answer for that one. So long story short, they said, unsurprisingly, uh, West Point cadets uh, scored much higher than their peers on the grit scale, uh, makes them more likely to get through uh, beast barracks and whatever else. So it really doesn't produce much. All it's talking about is how grit can be more important and beneficial than brain smarts or physical ability. Dude, we got to get in on one of these grants because... What? How much did it take to come up with these questions and just send them out and get an answer back and then draw a conclusion? And that's probably like a five million dollar grant right there. And there's of like research money. There's one thing that West Point loves probably just as much as beating Navy and Air Force, and that is to be mentioned in Forbes. It's like they're, they're yeah. I think they they have a very personal relationship with Forbes because it seems like. Not a year can go by where they either aren't solidified in their top three public university uh, ranking or they have art nonsense articles like this come out. Yeah. Wow. Um, I did find a few things about the Coast Guard. I don't know. I don't know anything about the Coast Guard Academy. Um, I don't even know much about the Coast Guard. The one thing that I will give them is there was a cool video of them doing some drug interdiction stuff. Um, I believe near Cuba or in the Gulf of Mexico, wherever it was. And um, there was a really cool video that gave them a little bit of credibility in that regard. But for the most part, I don't even think they're Department of Defense, are they? I think they're Department of Homeland Security. Uh, I'd rather not make a comment. Yeah, so I, I don't know a whole lot about them, but just doing a quick search on them. Um, my favorite article that came up is the Coast Guard Academy medical staff bring bacterial outbreak under control. So I love that one. And there's some great quotes in this article. Not quotes from the people, but just like the way it was written. Um, With hundreds of new Coast Guard Academy cadets, or SWABs, that's an awesome name, starting their military training, started staff at the medical clinic on campus have had their hands full during the summer months. Uh, there was That was magnified two weeks ago when a bacterial infection began spreading among the SWABs. I mean, that's funny. I think for just to start out, like you're picturing, I don't know what's happening. Are they playing like spin the bottle at nighttime before they go to bed or something? Um, I think that's great. And so this, they go on a little bit more. They talk about how it was an all hands on deck effort. And they talk about basically how they stopped the spread of 
I don't know. I'm just going to guess Mono or something. <laughs> yeah, Jack's Hack. That I don't know what they have at the Coast Guard Academy, so that's great. But other than that, just a lot of like football news about them. Um, some unfortunate legal stuff. And let's see. They hey, talk Coast about... Guard, don't say we never did anything for you. Cause... Yeah. Yeah, we've got a few Coast Guard followers, and I think they're great. Um... Coast Guard handles the main Maritime Academy football team. That's one thing that really just weirds me out. There's all these, like, Marine Maritime Academies, like, Maritime schools that are, like, they're, like, citadels in the Northeast, and no one really knows what they are, but they sound really expensive. (laughs) An elite Navy jazz band is coming to the Coast Guard Academy um, on Saturday, but this was two weeks ago, so if you're in the area, don't even know where the the Coast Guard Academy is. But if you were in the area, uh, you really missed out. Yeah, you could have gone to that. Um, yeah. And then I guess their football coach is retiring. So not a whole lot. I think Coast Guard, you guys got to step your game up a little bit, get some more newsworthy headlines, maybe have a few people do some some tests on you or something like that. <laughs> um, Join, or make a Satanist club. Yeah. I think the Satanist club is really the way to go unless it doesn't work out. If you can't beat the Merchant Marine Academy, whatever that is, um, then you got to cancel your Satanic Club too. Yeah. Or if you lost to him, maybe you got to start one up. These are the rules. Actually, just going back to that Satanic thing, maybe that was proof the loss to Notre Dame that they need to start pumping money into the Satanic Club. (laughs) They need to get one of these grants to do a study on how the uh, kids in the Satanic Club perform in relation to their peers. Can you imagine that? Ken Niamatololo, though, just being like, all right, we got Notre Dame coming up. I'm going to need to get all the coaches, and we need the the CIC, or the, I guess the <laughs> MIC, of the Satanic and Club, the, and we got to figure out a way to beat these the guys. Spear Club, uh, bring Billy Goat, but uh, don't ask questions why. Yeah. Feed him a nice exactly. meal tonight. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to need about 8,000 candles. <laughs> And a machete. <laughs> well, we're giving away the um, answers now, so honestly, it's yeah. up to them to execute. Literally. Exactly. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we got for today, unless you wanted to do something else. No, that's all. It's we just want to do a quick little quick little podcast today. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, the way we always close it out is we do a little bit of minutes and we're actually pretty excited this week about something that we have up in the store. Christmas, or I'm sorry, holiday parties are right around the corner. Um, at fastneatbelowaverage.com, spell average AVG, you can get your ugly sweater for the year featuring uh, Yusafa Cadet chugging Cholula on top of a table at Mitch's, because who, who doesn't associate that with Christmas? So uh, check it out on the website, and then a lot of the other standard stuff is still there. we still got a bunch of patches, uh, which people have been buying up, so that's good. And those free the wing shirts, people are still buying those. So um, you're never truly out of the wing until you graduate. And even when you do graduate, you still kind of feel like the wing needs to be freed. So you can continue to buy that even though restriction has been lifted. Yeah, I totally agree. And actually, I would say that that Christmas shirt, because it's from the Christmas party, it almost kind of looks more like a Hanukkah shirt because it's got the blue and white motif. Yeah, I wanted to make it like Air Force, you know. But it, it can yeah, go, I like go it. any way, any way that you want. It's a sharp-looking sweatshirt. I, I think it'll be a hit at any holiday parties. So. Absolutely. All right. 
Well, that's all we got. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Yeah. So, yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit. You have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just where you got to compete. Welcome. To thin air. I'm doing my thistle, my nizzle, my nizzle. I work me the price on the middle, the middle. I keep me a bag of skittles, a skittle. Trying to get you a radical feeling. A real automatic, it came with no ceiling. Automatic. All this trapping, it got you a fin.